welcome to another episode of the Corrosion Journal interview series. My name is Sammy Miles, and I'm the Managing Editor-in-Chief of Corrosion Journal, AMP's peer-reviewed scientific journal. I'm excited to welcome one of the journal's associate editors today as our guest to discuss careers in corrosion research, Porva Gore from AI Chemi. Thank you for joining me today, Porva. Hello. Thank you for having me here. So to get us started today, tell me a little bit about, about your background. So I am a materials engineer uh, through training. So during my bachelor's, I did metallurgical engineering. And then when I went for uh, master's, um, I, I worked in the area of mechanical behavior of materials uh, with some uh, sort of corrosion uh, entwined with it. And uh, then I went for a PhD after quite a lot of gap, about five years of gap uh, in between my master's and PhD. And during this gap, I worked in an automobile industry in India and also a national research lab, uh, aerospace lab in India. And I even had uh, some experience teaching at undergrad level. So after uh, gathering all of these varied kind of experiences, I decided I have to go for a PhD now. So yeah, when uh, IITB Monash program uh, had started like a couple of years back before I joined. So then I thought that's a great opportunity for me uh, since I wanted to have some international exposure apart from doing it in a premier institute in India. So that's the partnership between Monash University Australia and IIT Bombay, India. So that, that is about me in terms of uh, how I ended up being in conversion generally. Yeah, but it's an interesting story. Uh, yeah. So what, what drew you specifically to corrosion? Like why, why specifically that aspect in engineering? So in, in fact, uh, whether it is materials engineering or corrosion, uh, so initially it was chance and then it was a choice. So when, when I joined PTEC, um, I didn't have quite a high ranking. So in India, you, you get uh, branches based on what your rankings are. So, but, but you get to revise uh, or, or re-choose re, uh, it again after a year of common uh, subjects. So I had an option of uh, choosing some other engineering branches which were being very looked for in, in India, like electronics or computers. But by that time I had started reading about materials and, and it just got me excited. So I decided I'll be a metallurgical engineer from this point <laughs> onwards. And uh, yeah, so that, that's how I ended up being a materials engineer eventually. And then when I started my master's uh, research work, uh, most of my lab was focused on mechanical behavior uh, of materials. But I was the only person who was looking at mechanical behavior with uh, in, in corrosive atmosphere. So we were looking at, um, we were trying to simulate the behavior of a coated stainless steel sample as it would be on a watch strap. So how you have bending. So because of sweat, what kind of corrosion uh, would probably occur? So that's like, I, that's how I was kind of introduced to corrosion. And when I uh, went to the National Aerospace Lab uh, to work, uh, there again, um, we used to, I used to work in a failure investigation lab. And as you know, most of the failures are corrosion failures. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I ended up getting so engrossed. So when uh, the Society of Monash program was uh, going on, so when I applied, I immediately applied for the Corrosion project. So basically, uh, it was like first a chance, then a choice <laughs> in my case. Well, that's good. That's, there's so many people that I've talked to where they got into Corrosion just by chance, right? For whatever reason, that was a project they ended up on or... At a company, yeah. they needed a corrosion engineer, and so you, this person got chosen. So it's, yeah. it's, it's always interesting to see how many people that was the beginning, and then they got into it and loved it, and just and stayed doing that type of whether it's research right. or work. So yeah, on, on that topic, then why should students go into a research career, and whether that's material science or more specifically looking at corrosion? Um. Well, you should go into research career if, only if you want to do research. Research is something which requires a lot of patience, a lot of hard work. It only looks fun from outside. Uh, <laughs> it, it's long hours. Uh, but uh, why materials and why corrosion? You, you name a technology, there is not a single technology which would not require a new uh, category of material. You want to go to Mars, you want materials which can survive in that environment. We are going to be exploring more and more extreme environments and the materials will always be interacting with those environments. So you will always have to know the corrosion behavior in those environments. So any new technology would require you to push the limits of uh, the materials. And when we do that, the next step is again corrosion. As you know, thermodynamically, corrosion is inevitable. So it's going to happen. And, and so we should be able to know what's going to happen whenever we are trying to get into newer systems. So I, I think that's why it's, it has unlimited potential. So you'll always have something to do, right? So you'll, yeah. you'll always have something to study. There'll always yeah. be a new angle. Um, exactly. And, and you comment that you shouldn't go into research unless you have a passion for it, right? So, Absolutely. Absolutely. And is that more the patient side or the, the time it takes to run the experiments or to go through maybe a couple of them didn't give you the results you wanted. So you're having to study a new angle to find if there's anything new or? Uh, both, I think. So it, the experiments it's themselves require time sometimes. Sometimes there will be a lot of failures. But overall, uh, it could be the experiment itself, the analysis or whatever, but it takes time and patience. And if you, if you don't do them thoroughly, uh, you might not uh, actually end up getting the right things at the end. So it might not feel well, like worthwhile. So when you go into it, know that it is a long, uh, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. <laughs> That's a good analogy. So what advice do you have for students that are interested in research and are planning to get their career started? Um, so in fact, rather than just jumping into and joining uh-huh. the PhD program, uh, maybe it is a good idea to kind of intern with certain groups, uh, do some projects, get a feel for it. Yeah, you, you can either do it in some national labs. Most of the places have some uh, contractual positions. So you'll get a feel of those things. You can do it with uh, academic institutions. Or you could go through some short-term programs. I think there are many programs uh, which AMPP also runs, which will give you an idea 
of what goes on, whether it is in corrosion, uh, if it is about uh, research, I, I think it's a good idea to get some hands-on experience, a shorter experience before you get into master's or get into PhD. And, and if, if you think you can, uh, you want to pursue it, only then you should pursue it because uh, it leads to frustration after a point if, if you do not enjoy it. So that is one thing. And uh, yeah, if, if you're already into the research career, I think it's very important to kind of organize your uh, experiments, your analysis. Uh, in fact, uh, funny thing, it's not only important to uh, kind of uh, uh, document your successes in terms of your experiments, but also your failures. So sometimes you end up finding some interesting uh, uh, correlations. In fact, that is what happened in one of the papers, which I did in my PhD, which has been published in Corrosion Journal. <laughs> <laughs> so I was doing some experiments and which, uh, which required me to do uh, experiments in two steps. So some uh, polarization and then uh, again, another round of polarization. And then sometimes I used to leave my experiments, I mean, samples per days. And then they showed me very different behavior. Uh, while the ones which I tested immediately showed me very different behavior. So that ended up being the nuclei for the paper which I worked on later. Uh, yeah, and so I, I was not getting the results which I had expected, actually. So keeping a proper documentation, proper organization of your work really, really goes a long way, uh, whether you're, when you're writing or even when you're trying to probe newer ideas. So that's what I think, uh, yeah, it will be useful. That's, that's good advice. And then you can always See if there's something that you missed, right? Right. Go back and um, yeah, maybe it's even, yeah. even if it's just changing a variable or a setting somewhere and then trying exactly. again and see. What about if you're already doing some research, let's say you are finishing up your PhD. Do you have any advice on, you know, somebody who doesn't know if they want to go into, let's say, the academia world or into more of a corporate research or a national research lab? Is there any, is there anything anywhere you would point them to help make that decision? Uh, I think um, nowadays there are many options. I think earlier there were fewer options. There's uh, corporate research, national labs are there. Mm. And people like me are also trying to do some startup kind of work, which is just at the nascent stage. So I think uh, even the newer startups are trying to recruit more and more PhD uh, uh, students. So there is exciting work opportunities, which I can see whether it is in India or US or elsewhere. So people who have been working in corrosion uh, are being um, scouted for in the area of battery research which is such a hot topic at this point with all, all the requirement for this greener energy. Uh, so there, there are many, many uh, people who are now getting into the newer uh, startups apart from not just academia, because see, academia is going to only employ a certain percentage of the people who are going to uh, go out. And of course, in terms of corrosion, there's, there's a never-ending requirement in the areas of oil and gas and then aerospace and all of these areas defense so yeah these are there are many options i, I don't know like 
it's more of try try it out or yeah so it all depends on you <laughs> right what what your interests are and and but my my takeaway from that is because there's so many options keep your keep your mind open right don't just right. say I right. want I want to do this specific thing maybe right. there's another opportunity out there right right yeah on that point in fact um, it is a good idea to interact with people from different disciplines not just uh, within materials engineering or uh, corrosion it gives you great insight within your research and the plans beyond uh, where you want to go out so that has really helped me actually and and with that do you are you networking with people at events are you reaching out to people that you've read a paper or something or how 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 would you go about interacting with some of the people from different disciplines or is that at the university level uh, so you're talking about how am i reaching out uh, for if, my if you're in um let's say materials engineering and you're not sure if that's what you think you want to do and you said keep keep in contact with people who do other disciplines, hmm. where would you do that? Would you do that at, let's say, a, a conference where you can talk to somebody and network in person? Would you recommend maybe emailing the author of a paper if it's something that's not what they're studying but might be interested in to kind of explore the different See, if you're not field. already in, in the field, uh, then going to uh, some events and might be a bit difficult because, yeah, like, there's, why there's would you cost, first of right. all go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if, if I talk about any conference, if, if you have some uh, inclination and uh, certain things going on, you would go there. But yeah, if, if you're interested in certain areas, it's a good idea to drop an email uh, contact them on LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, whichever way is uh, possible. And most of the people usually reply if you if you are genuinely interested and are asking the right questions. Uh, right questions as in if, if you've uh, done your homework and then get to them, uh, yeah, it should not be a mass mate. And there are many people who do that, honestly. <laughs> so, yeah. So that, that's another way to, to help also get started. I'm, I'm interested in your work. Yeah, um, you, you can also maybe reach out to your local colleges and see what mm -hmm. kind of work is going on. Because I'm sure there are many good colleges in most places wherein some sort of materials or corrosion research is going on. And yeah, you can in turn, or, or, or the premier institutes in whichever country you belong to, there's always internships and things like that going on, which give you a very good idea as to how things move. Out of everything we've covered, what is the one thing that you want students to know? Like if there was one takeaway, what would that uh, be? Keep your research organized. It matters <laughs> a lot. <laughs> From the beginning to the end, it matters a lot. And that's just not just to help you figure out the successes and failures, but also probably if you're writing up your results and publishing them, yes, then you absolutely. already have. Yes, yes, absolutely. Do you recommend, um, I, I thought of another question that I should have asked you earlier. Do you recommend uh, if you are, if you're currently doing research as a student, making sure that you're publishing and talking at a conference if you can, 
or presenting a poster if you're maybe a little earlier in your career, or are those all things that will help you get a job in the research career as you're building out your experiences? Uh, absolutely. So I think if you're very early on, it's just more important to focus and try to um, like consolidate your results. But towards your third, fourth, fifth years, it's important that um, you are visible in the community. So whether it is going for a poster presentation, a talk, or just going there to listen to people and uh, just generally interact, it's essential. And uh, if, if you're interested more in uh, academic uh, settings, then look for smaller conferences on niche topics. If, if you're somebody who's trying to be in, in industries and all, uh, it would be a good idea to go to Corrosion Journal's con Corrosion Conference. You, you make contacts. Honestly, you make contacts. So, yeah, that's what. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sorry to do that out of order. So basically, try out, make sure you like research to recap. Um, yes. Do um, get involved with different research projects. Network, right? Reach out to people, go to conferences, talk, be visible, and keep your research organized. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Absolutely. So if any of our listeners want to get in touch with you, what is the best way for them to reach you? They can just drop a mail on purvagore at gmail.com. Perfect. Um, and we will get that posted on the podcast page as well so that um, people can find your email there. And with that, I'm Sammy Miles. I'm here with Purva Agore, and thank you for listening to another episode of Corrosion Journal's interview series. If you want to learn more about the journal, make sure to visit corrosionjournal.org. You can subscribe to AMP Podcasts if you haven't already on Apple, Google, Spotify, and all the major distributors. And you can find all episodes of AMP Podcasts on amp.org. That's A-M-P-P dot O-R-G. We'll be back soon with another episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you.